0: This is the time that we all been waiting on, the moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up, but not the boys on Kirby. So you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us, with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting on this one for ten years, sacrificing our bodies with blood, sweat, and tears. Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered. I am Young Ari Gold and the mic is not muted. No,
1: it's it's working. It's working.
0: <laughs> it's working. Thank God we're getting this cleared up before we have Jordan Palmer on next week or two weeks from now. It's two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Next week's Valentine's Day. Yep. You do anything? Um. Do I need to watch Jack? I'm, we're not doing anything. You know? Maybe. I will come over and watch Jack. Maybe.
1: He's pretty fun. We want to do that, uh, what is it, Sip and Stain?
0: Yeah. What is that? I don't know. You make shit. And drink? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, we're we're going the day after. We're going to go to Fleming's for dinner, and then we're going to go see Black Panther at midnight. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. That maybe looks like it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be a good movie. Yeah. And the soundtrack looks great, too. Um, Okay, so... Now that we got the awkwardness of my bad (laughs) intro, the first one. Hey, that's the first one we've had, though. So, you know, we've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, well, we deleted this time,
1: so we just went with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: John, what's going on? Football's done. It's done. It's over. There's no more games. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing we can do. I don't like this time of year. Yeah, this is a very slow time. Well, we'll get the uh, combine in about a month. Is it a month? It's in a month. It's first week of March. Is it? I thought yeah. It, okay. Sweet. So that'll And work. then
1: shortly after that, I think it's the week following that, it's the uh, official new year where
0: they can start signing people. Yes. March 13th. And then a month after that, we'll have the draft. Sweet. So we'll be able to see that we sign Tremaine Johnson. Now that the Panthers have a bunch of pedophiles in their office, they don't have a GM because their interim GM is a sex offender now. So they don't have a GM, so Norwell's going to hit the market, which means we'll sign a left guard. Yeah. So that's fantastic.
1: Well, what are you... Well, I mean, we'll get into it uh, a little later. Well, not today, but oh, okay. on a future podcast where we'll actually kind of break down our wish list on uh, on free agents. But what are you kind of hoping for? Are you hoping for a couple of big
0: big signings or a lot of like middle-of-the-road signs? I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in Seattle. I, I want to see. We need a safety more than we need a corner. I know that's crazy talk, and people think that that's not the case, but we do. We need a, a game-changing safety, and if they cannot extend Earl Thomas or give him a deal, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, he's from Houston. Hit Earl Thomas to the Texans would be that'd be a game-changing sign. Yeah, that, I, I would be. Like a, I
1: would be over the like I, if that's
0: all we did. I think I'd be fine with the off season.
1: I'm one of those people that think that we could get away with either a, if we got not even a top tier corner or just a high level corner or safety. They don't even have to be pro level, but just better than what we've got right. either or that'll be a huge help for our defense. And you get,
0: man, if we got Earl Thomas, it would be, it would be awesome. Now, I was listening to the radio, and I don't listen to 610 uh, during the afternoon because John Lopez just irritates me, and I'm, I'm in Austin, so I have to listen on an app, but I really sometimes like Cody Stutz. and he threw out this scenario where I, I kind of thought, hmm, so if Arizona, now that they need a quarterback, was to throw the bank at Kirk Cousins, which any team now is going to have to surpass what Jimmy Garoppolo got today for Kirk Cousins and that was 72 million guaranteed and 137 million total. So Kirk Cousins is probably going to get about 75 to 80 guaranteed and 100 you know 36 million whatever it would be. They they would have to make moves on the roster. And he said, "So what if we were to throw a second and a third their way for Pat Pete? If we could get Pat Pete for a second and a third, well he's a corner I mean That's possible There's no way They would trade him For a second and they a third They have to get They have the free space When people When teams get in positions Like that There's just no way They will trade him For so, a second and a third So let me tell you this two, A two and a three And J.J. Would you do it? Yeah I would do well, it Well J.J. is not under, under contract Okay so we sign him And trade him I mean Yeah Do you <laughs> the, think They would do that? That They'd have a corner? I don't think They would do it uh, I do He's hurt a lot. Keep that in mind. Patrick Peterson? He's hurt a lot. Like he's nicked up, but he plays for everything. Yeah, but he had one season where he was out for almost a whole season. ACL, right? He was the least thrown on corner in all of the I know. Actually. He didn't even make the Pro Bowl. I mean, I would take that in a heart I am beat. a huge Pat Pete fan. Favorite corner in the league. My favorite corner in the league. We'd have to switch our style of play to fit Pat Pete because he's not just his own corner. But I just thought that was unique. I haven't heard that. I had
1: either. And, and it's completely. If they do
0: have to make room for Kirk?
1: It's wishful thinking, but man, I would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting here thinking that we could just, you know, re-unite. so what if you gave up
0: two twos, would you give up two twos for Pat Pete right now? Yeah, yeah, we we have, we have an extra. Second, you think they yeah. take two twos? Take both of our second round
1: so picks next se- year. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't. We don't have any this year, no. so it'd be next
0: year, right? Heck yeah! Do you think they would take it? No, I don't. You don't think they take two twos because they're next year. He's getting older. I but know. they have to free space. But it would be more. So what they, about all three? They, of they our would threes. want something
1: more immediate this year.
0: I don't know. I'm not a GM, but neither am I. It'd be interesting to see <laughs> if that's the case. If that's something that could be worked out, that's that's very intriguing.
1: Would you? I, I'm still hoping that maybe we can drop a third for for Talib.
0: I don't want Talib
1: for a third round pick.
0: Isn't he like 39 now? You'd get two good years out of him. I don't want two good years. I I don't dude. want to worry about this in two years. Pat Pete, Kevin you go, Johnson. You drop a third rounder on Tlaib. I don't like Tlaib, dude.
1: I don't like him as a person, but as a player, he's really good. He's a good corner. I don't like him. But
0: get him and then sign Butler. Either Butler or Tremaine Johnson. Well, speaking of Butler, what happened at the Super Bowl? Did you watch it? That was a hell of a game. That was a great game. There was no defense. I mean, well, there was one play. On defense. Yeah. But other than that, there was no defense.
1: That's probably the future of the NFL right there.
0: Yeah, that um, was crazy.
1: A lot more basketball and grass. A lot more movement. A lot of the things that we had success with Deshaun yeah. doing, the yeah. Eagles yeah. did with Foles. do remind me. That kind of shows you the uh, the effective, effectiveness of it. Um, you just got to give it to um, Peterson. Peterson. I mean, he may be the best this year, he was just on fire all year. He yeah. was just the best
0: game caller this as year. As much as people think that Sean McVay should have won head coach, and obviously looking at it now, winning the Super Bowl, but I just don't. I don't see how Doug Peterson didn't win head coach of the year.
1: I think it's because he had too much success last year of wins. Right. That's so everybody, why. everybody's thinking that golf was horrible. Right. And, and then McVay comes in, and revamped. now golf isn't right. And where it turns out that. Uh, Jeff Fisher may just be the worst coach in the history of the game of football. Well, let's
0: see. Nick Foles, Jeff Fisher, Case Keenum, Jeff Fisher, Nick Foles, Jeff Fisher. I mean, you said Nick Foles. Jared Goff, sorry. <laughs> Jerry Goff. Goff.
1: Granted, I mean, Nick Foles is now a Super Bowl MVP, so maybe you do get to see him twice. They had all three of those quarterbacks on their roster I mean, at I, the same time. So
0: Jeff Fisher is never getting a coaching job in this league again no. as a head coach.
1: He should never. He should never be allowed. No some some dumb franchise and i'm afraid that it may be us one day is going to hire him as an advisor
0: why do you always bring his name up with this franchise because what is your fascination with jeff fisher I'm terrified are you related
1: to him no he is the he is the coach that I would want least out of everything. I understand that but I you honestly, always bring him up if we, because I'm terrified of well, we him. Thought that, Bill that's, that's my was absolute going, nightmare. You were
0: like, oh, we're bringing in Jeff Fisher. I
1: was sure we were going to bring in some idiotic move like Jeff Fisher if we let go of Bill O'Brien this year. Stop w- putting that on us. It's just
0: you're scared. putting it out to the
1: universe. I'm I'm hoping that if I keep speaking it, it won't exist.
0: No, the more you speak it, the more people talk about it. Then the no. more the idea goes around.
1: Freaking inmate running Asylum owner Oh, oh, whoa, <laughs>
0: whoa I've never you heard you go, go ahead
1: I mean, could I you not speak. see ahead, John, if you, Could you it. not see him pulling off so, Something like that, going after Fisher Not Jeff
0: Fisher, Fisher. No. is Only reason, because he was tied to the Titans That's the only reason I don't ever see Jeff Fisher here I hope not Th- That's the biggest reason We I, As much as we want parts of the Oiler history back It's gone, and it's gone for good And I just, I don't see us bringing back a part of it, I you know I really hope that's that. the I only mean, reason though. But, Not that Bob's smart enough. to yeah.
1: be, uh, that's the only reason. I mean, my fear of Fisher is if you talk to like any of our dads. Like if you talk to my dad, my dad is a freaking Titans fan, and he still thinks Jeff Fisher is a good coach. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He no, he doesn't. He, he, I didn't.
0: Your dad never mentioned that when I talked to him. Oh, he absolutely, absolutely
1: thinks that he's a good coach.
0: Your dad's a smart man.
1: My dad is a very smart man. My dad watches a lot of football. He, for whatever reason, that generation thinks that Jeff Fisher is a good coach. Oh, no. They think that Jeff Fisher was ruined by Vince Young. I'm like, oh. I think it was the opposite.
0: Mm, I don't know. I guess I've never really heard that argument as far as Vince Young being the one that impacted Jeff Fisher. But I think you probably have something to talk about in that. But he's had so many jobs that you, you can't say... Exactly. Well, I guess he has had so many jobs, but he's had so many years. He's had years. two jobs, and he's, he's had, had so a bunch many years. Of
1: years, and he goes eight and eight every year. And but well,
0: we're not going eight and eight.
1: We're my, not going. <laughs> I mean, my dad has even made my dad has even made the comment about him. Oh, if he only had a quarterback in Tennessee. If he only ever had another quarterback in Tennessee after every he team had.
0: Says that. Do what? Every team says that.
1: I know, but that's it's crazy. Just, it's not just my dad, but he's the easy one to kind of pick on. They just that age group just thinks so highly of Jeff Fisher, and I just don't get it.
0: I can't wait for Jack's second birthday so I can talk to your dad about this (laughs) because I'm like anticipating it right now. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Okay, my
1: dad's very political though, so he he won't take one side or the next. Sure, but he'll say, "Yeah, I think that Jeff Fisher was a good coach." Oh, he's one of those guys.
0: Yeah. Okay, he's Bill O'Brien. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Deflect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah. No. That's not even i don't even honestly i don't even know where we were i was going to take that somewhere and uh, we were totally
1: ta- we were talking a oh, little bit about the super bowl so
0: how important is a backup quarterback now no kidding i mean i mean that defense could be our defense could be just as good as that eagles defense i mean if, if we our, didn't if have all healthy, the injuries that's remember, what I'm saying, if was we're healthy, healthy. This year, if we're if we're healthy, we could easily be as good on defense.
1: Well, two years ago, we didn't have a quarterback. You don't you don't count that galloping giraffe as a quarterback. So our defense did carry us into the playoffs. Our defense almost did upset right. the Patriots. That's what
0: I'm saying. So if if that's the case, then how important now is a backup quarterback? Let me ask you this: Is it important enough to pay your backup quarterback 13 million for the next two to three years? If it's the right one, so would Tyrod Taylor? If would you, oh, yeah. be, oh, would yeah. you be upset if we spent thirteen million dollars a year, maybe twenty eight million what, guaranteed, if, and if signed Tyrod as a free, backup?
1: If The only free agent we signed was Tyrod Taylor as a backup. I would be happy.
0: Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm not, just wondering if other people, what other other people are feeling too? Because I would be I, I fine think, with it too. I think most people would think I'm crazy, but I mean, well, oh, the Texan subreddit does not like they. They think that we, if Deshaun goes down. And other people I've talked to, if Deshaun goes down, then our season's over.
1: Yeah, and I, I saw that a bunch on Twitter. Uh, Pat, it happens all the time. Pat was fussing about it on state of the Texans that people just think that if we lose Deshaun, we have to give up. That's
0: stupid. If we have a healthy defense, that's a Texas. That's a Texas mindset. That's the complacency aspect of Texas. Just give up. Just it's fine. Well, it's, it's, you're looking for an excuse. You lose your
1: quarterback, it's easy to explain away your season. Stupid. And this year, if we had only lost to Sean, but Watt and Merciless stayed healthy all year, I would be calling for every one of our coaches to be fired. I think that we had so many injuries. Sure. It wasn't just the one. Right. Um, but you can still win with a backup quarterback. You have to have a capable backup quarterback, we have now have a quarterback that we're gonna run option plays with and QB design runs. He's gonna miss games in there. He's gonna he's gonna miss games. He's gonna miss plays. Yeah. We're gonna need somebody else that can step in. Yep. I think that the future of the NFL really is with motions and a lot more play actions. Yep. Um. Hell, you wanna,
0: we saw it in the Super Bowl. Right.
1: Um. The misdirections. You're gonna see more and more of that because it is hard and harder and harder to defend. It yep. requires quarterbacks to have good ball skills. Sure. We don't necessarily have to go out and get a mobile quarterback. But we don't need to go out and get another guy like Yates or even Savage that we completely abandoned play action. We completely abandoned boots. Yep. That's what offenses are going to have success with right now until defenses catch up and then you switch back to more power football. I agree. But right now, you're just going to. You're just looking for mobility and misdirection.
0: I agree. I wouldn't be upset if we spent $13 million on. A year on Tyrod Taylor, yeah, I wouldn't but, be upset. I know I, a lot of people would be like, "Oh my God, what a waste of money!" Uh, we have to we have Deshaun on such a cheap contract right now. Why why not spend it elsewhere? But this team's somewhat in win now mode. Like I understand that, like Deshaun. Obviously, we we have a long time, but we don't know how long we have with the way he plays the game. I mean, look at Cam over in Carolina.
1: Well, you get pretty much four yeah. years when you have a first round quarterback because you have him on his rookie right his rookie deal. Right now, our window is as wide as it'll ever be. If Deshaun plays how he pl- plays, guess what? When his contract comes up, dude's going to get paid. He's going to destroy our cap space, Absolutely. which he should. And he should. So right now... He'll he, take up about 25%
0: of our yeah, cap space.
1: So right now, when he's a lower percentage, is the time where you can go out. That's what I'm and saying. And you can make a, 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 really, a team that really has a lot of depth. Yep. And you can really go on a run where he doesn't have to carry us. But he gives us the opportunity to just be an elite team. This is essentially what the Seahawks did. Right. Um, You get your quarterback on a bargain. I mean, it's what the Patriots continue to do year in, year out, because Brady doesn't take as much money as he could.
0: That's why this offseason is so important. Mm -hmm. That's why this offseason is so important. So, uh, yeah, I'd be totally fine if we were to sign a a backup quarterback with a skill set similar to Deshaun. But it doesn't necessarily, like, it doesn't have to be the ultra-mobile quarterback. But I do, if I had an ideal fit, it would be Tyrod.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be a one-to-one match. Um, That's I think about as Ty- good as it can get. I think Tyrod would be a fantastic fit. Um, he Tyrod should actually be somewhere as a starter. Yeah, he should be. I don't really understand why he's not, but... I don't know. Is what it is. I, I think that Bill O'Brien is kind of in love with that Richmond quarterback, Loletta. So I can. We're gonna draft him. You think? Oh yeah. If he if he falls right now, he's projected in the third round. But if he falls to the fourth or the fifth, we are definitely drafting him. He looked we, great that 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 second half. He looked yeah. great. I mean, you got to give Bill credit. He can coach up college kids. Oh, he
0: did a great job coaching up the senior bowl because he didn't have as much talent as the other team.
1: Yeah, apparently the North had a lot more talent. It was one of, the North was supposed to be one of the more loaded talent wise team, right? Yeah, that was Baker Mayfield. Um, was coached by the Broncos' staff Finch, Joseph. Apparently, they can't run a practice. Um, Bill O'Brien goes down there, runs the South, runs practices apparently just like the Texans. Um, they put in their their preseason offense. Yeah. And the South, I mean, they tore the North a new one. I think they ended up scoring the most points by a single team in Senior Bowl history, and combat or at least the most points by a single team. In over forty years, and I think combined they went over the most points ever in the Senior Bowl, and this was with the squad that was supposed to be the less talented. Right. So at least our coach can coach. We knew that. I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, it'd be it'd be great if we drafted that guy in like the what I guess fifth round. I mean, fourth if, round if even
1: lasts till the fourth. We have two third round picks. That, Three right. I thought, Is it two? I thought it was... It, no, you're right. I think it is three. Yeah, it's three. And then next year we have two second rounds. Right. Um, but I imagine that we'll probably
0: try... We'll trade it, up into the second at least. Yeah. We'll try and move up with those, those third round picks. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a guard or, or if they're actually probably more of a tackle in the first round at the latter part of the first round if we were to give up more than what we would want and grab a tackle. I wouldn't be surprised. Who was the team was that was a couple years that was notorious? They traded their
1: first-round pick every year and then they traded later-round picks. So every remember. year they always ended up with
0: a first-round pick. I don't remember. But if there is a tackle there in between the 25 to 32 spot, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, offensive line was one of the position groups that Brian Gaines did mention that would, would be addressed in the offseason during his initial intro press conference so i mean in all fairness he addressed all of the position groups he did but he specifically said he specifically <laughs> we're, talked we're about win the offensive the, line. we're gonna
1: win on the lines of course we're gonna win on the lines yeah, that's what obvious. every coach wants to go sure for.
0: um but i'm pretty sure he knows that our offensive line is hot garbage it was yeah. juice.
1: oh yeah we went from expecting to have newton and it'd be good if we have newton back next year that'd be great yeah, we were expecting to have Newton and Brown. And, you know, things just don't work out the way that you expect them to. Who would, would have known Dwayne would have given up on us? And I, mean, I would have
0: never expected that. Even it is with what the, it is. Even after the first week, I would have never thought it ended the way it did.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was, he was a great, great Texan for a long time, but
0: yeah. he oh, wanted well. out. It happens. So, uh, how about, uh, over there in, uh, oh God, what's that? Indy, Indianapolis. <laughs> there's some, uh, some FTC, quite interesting. FCC. Yeah. There's some interesting stuff going on over there. Did now talk, was about, that about, a, a, talk about
1: a snakebitten franchise right now. Oh, it's lovely. I, it is. I think it's, it's uh, it's the karma, karmatic payback for the going from Manning to luck. <laughs> yeah. Like they got all their, they got they, lucky. all their luck. And now it's their turn to kind of get.
0: I agree. I'm just wondering how much of this was a ploy by Kraft, though. How much of this was, yes, you have your coach. We agree to terms. Wait 30 days. Don't worry about draft. Free agency we will plan that when we get there. Yes, I agree. Shake hands. Mm, Nope. You know, I think
1: I think that you have like the right train of thought,
0: but it was more one of those where McDaniels.
1: McDaniels probably went into it thinking that he was going to be the Colts head coach and all that. And Kraft was just like, no, 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 no. Come here.
0: <laughs> no. Like,
1: and he, he's probably even telling Belichick, hey, hey, tell him whatever he wants to hear. Keep him here. It's probably like you the two what? Bills.
0: Yeah. Hey, this is the last year, Bill. You're going to be the head coach. All right. This is going to be the last year, <laughs> Bill. You're going to be the head coach. That's probably what hap- what's going on right now with McDaniels. Right. And especially you...
1: especially because it was the Colts.
0: Right. Well, yeah, he's that too. But what I'm what I'm wondering is, is when McDaniel's, why would you want to take over that franchise after Belichick goes? Because when well, he goes, that most likely means Brady's gone, and it's like, what do you do at that point? There's, I mean, I know there's a blueprint, and there's got to there. be
1: there's got to be money.
0: Um, well, I mean, why would you not want Andrew Luck?
1: Well, nobody really knows what's going on with Andrew Luck.
0: That's what I'm saying. But still, I mean. If you had to... That's
1: probably why he originally accepted the job. Right. I think that it's a little bit of craft. I think that maybe he heard a little bit... Actually, it's probably a lot of bit of craft. But I do think there's probably still something there of Andrew Luck. There was probably something about... Josh maybe tried to call him... McDaniels tried to call him up and it's like, Hey, how's your arm feeling? Have you thrown? Are you going to throw? And the same response is probably the one that we've been hearing all year. I don't know.
0: Look, I I like Andrew. I think he's a spectacular quarterback. And I, I think he hate had that the he's on that franchise. I think he had to the potential to be possibly the best quarterback to come out of the draft since Peyton Manning. And it sucks to see this happen because he really is a great quarterback. But the team it's happening to I have, I have, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't care. I, I yeah. I'm I just mean, like take all personal, like emotions as a person is what you feel for people. If I look at it from a pure business standpoint and a fan of one team, I don't care. I'm right there with you, man. I mean, I really don't. And, you know, Jim Irsay is a terrible freaking owner and he's a cokehead, and all these other things like. That franchise is just a mess. Which is funny because apparently Tony Dungy was calling McDaniels yeah, up no. and telling him, oh, he's a great owner. Yeah. He's a great person to work with. Yeah, so well, Tony won't say bad about anybody, though. That is true. So Tony has his beliefs, and he's not going to speak bad about anybody. So it, it's just crazy. Now, I will tell you my biggest fear about this is, is there a chance that they get the rights to interview the offensive coordinator for the Eagles? Either Frank Wright, right? That's his name? Mm-hmm. That's scary to me. There's a chance. that That's scary to me. But Did they're also see who the talking Vikings about Leslie hired?
1: Frazier, so I'm so, fine with that, too. Well, the Vikings just took the uh, QB coach, yeah, or their offensive coordinator. Yeah, I know. So the brain drain is... So gonna, what's going on with Sean Ryan? He's staying with us, it looks like. As,
0: as just a QB coach, I guess?
1: Yeah. He might... Uh, I could see them giving him the title offensive coordinator without anything
0: changing. But if that was the case, why I, I, why would Bill O'Brien let him talk then? If they wanted to make him OC, don't you think he would have just done it? Because he wants to call plays. That's No, I know. That's what I'm saying. You think eventually Bill O'Brien will turn over play calling to him? No. no oh, no, no, I no, thought no. that's who you were no, saying. No, that's okay. why I was
1: saying that they may give him the title in name only or in title only. Oh, just not call plays. But it's like, yeah, you're not calling plays. Bill O'Brien is gonna and He's gonna ride or die Yeah, pretty much um, yeah. Right or wrong, it Bill O'Brien is Gonna stake his future on Deshaun Watson And if Watson It's like knock on wood Because we're Houston fans And we can never have nice things But if Watson improves from what we've seen Wait, what? What'd you say? If Watson improves. From what we've seen. From what we've seen. Is that possible? I mean, the numbers won't stay up there, but overall play. Yeah. Can he improve? Well, he he kind of had issues with those mid range throws. Uh, he lazy crushed mechanics. Crushed I would say he had throws.
0: issues. I'd say he had lazy mechanics.
1: I mean, but still. Yes. There it.
0: Yes. I, I mean, understand. There
1: is still. Watson. There are
0: flaws in his game. He, yes. He
1: does have the opportunity to improve. He's going to get better at reading defenses. Don't be talking about our
0: savior right, like that. I'm not talking
1: back. Uh, you're teetering on that line. No, I'm trying to knock on wood here because I don't want to say how great he is because we always turn into the Watson I know, cast. No, I
0: know. I didn't even want to mention his name, but we're going you know? to. Um. Do you hear all his interviews on Radio Row, dude? I listened to every. I fi- I finally found all of them. They're great. The JJ interview with Dan Patrick. Did you watch that on the Dan Patrick show? That was definitely worth was it. Yeah, that was a good, that was a very good interview. JJ's no. matured so much over the last five years; uh, it, it's amazing to watch. I mean, it really is just to hear him talk and the way he, the way he presents himself and talks now, and he's just—I don't know—he's—he's a—he's a totally different person than than where he was five years ago. He—he he really wants to win. No, he what, does. What I've found I absolutely, absolutely be amazing fine. is he's kind
1: of like—he is the face of the NFL, but he's trying to. Fur- to defer all leadership to
0: Watson. You... Uh, yeah, I agree. That's he... that relationship they have is it's it's there. Like, Their
1: they're Snapchat stories. I, every know, day. I love it. Like that's I love that's it. That's awesome. Them... I, I know.
0: I think I it's hate great. that they're in the training room. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that's definitely the worst part. But I'm so glad. You know, who knows? I mean, the, the injuries happening to both of them this year. You know, maybe maybe it starts this. You know, maybe the leadership aspect for both of them just truly.
1: Well, I like how they're just bromancing it out. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe
0: this really turns into this, like, just aura and awesomeness of who knows. It just turns into greatness. JJ just comes back to normal. And he's, you know, I don't know, dude. I I wouldn't put maybe he went and visited Dabo, Sweeney, like Cleve says. And the snake charmer waved his stuff all over JJ. Well,
1: Dabo does have this strange. Ability to create
0: <laughs> brotherhood or he's great, peace bro. up there, but that was great. I know you don't want to say it, but he is great. He's, he's a crazy man. He's a great interview. He is. He's a great interview. But um, uh, yeah, Deshaun's interviews not not one, not two, not three. Basically, pulling a LeBron. Did you hear that? Yeah, he. Uh, I want to chase Brady. Brady won six. He won seven. Yeah, I mean, well, he did, luckily Brady doesn't have six. Yeah,
1: well, if Watson wins one, he's gonna have a bronze statue in uh Houston. So bronze, brat, whatever they make. That this. shit will be made out of platinum. <laughs> <laughs> whatever they make those things out of, he will have a statue of one. Yeah. So if he goes for six, it'll be a
0: statue of him holding JJ like uh, Eli Manning did Odell Beckham.
1: Oh, there
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know I love watching him talk. We
1: we'll, we'll start the uh, the GoFundMe.
0: Yeah, that. <laughs> absolutely. That'd be perfect. JJ in the tutu, and, and Deshaun just lifting him up like uh, like flat whatever that movie's called, Dirty Dancing. Oh. Uh, no, but his interviews are great. You know, you hear the kid talk, and he truly is confident in himself. Yeah, man, and I, I mean, it's he just... believes in what he can do.
1: It's remarkable. I've never seen somebody that confident that doesn't come across as cocky.
0: Oh yeah, he definitely it's, does and he doesn't it's come that off cocky. You're quiet
1: right. confidence where he says these things and it's like, dude, I think he could really do this. I was
0: very disappointed in his knowledge of history of rap though. That really bothered me. The fact that he does not know any of the old rap, like if you if for some reason we're ever able to turn this podcast into something big and we have Deshaun on, that's gonna be a I'm gonna pick that bone. I am going to pick that bone because it's disrespectful. He just lives and breathes football, man. No, he lives and breathes football and music, football and music. This dude is all about music. But uh, yeah, he, he's just, he's a great interview. He, he, he really is. You just see him and, and you just think how young he is and just how, but how mature he is and how he acts. And God, what if Dabo was right? And you, if you didn't select Deshaun, you passed on Michael Jordan. I mean. Like during those seven games, that's kind of what we saw.
1: <laughs> I, I'm at a loss for Anyways, this, you know?
0: no more Watson cast. We it happens every week. It's <sighs> getting ridiculous. Anyways,
1: uh He's gonna have bad games one day.
0: <laughs> don't say that. Anyways, your favorite uh your favorite GM John Elway uh had his uh head coach reach out to uh to us to see if we can get they can interview Wes Walker even though he was previously on their staff and we denied he was never on the Man. staff. Yeah, he was. Was he? Yeah, But he just played for him. Mm-mm. He was on the staff. Yeah, he was like a consultant or something like uh-huh. that. Let me see. I'm pretty sure. Um, you go ahead and talk for a second while I look, because <laughs> yeah, I can't do you both. really
1: can't do a podcast if we're both trying to look at. No, right? Yeah, that's why I had to tell you to put your phone down. Um, I mean, I. I'm glad we kept Welker around. I mean, we seemed to have any excuse we could to get rid of every other coach. Yeah, but, I mean,
0: if you look at the bright spot of last year, it it definitely was our wide receivers outside of Deshaun.
1: Yeah, all of our receivers showed improvement. That's that's what I'm saying. Even Hopkins showed improvement, which is, I mean, he went from being like a top 15 receiver to definitely in the top five. Yeah. Without a doubt, he's in a top five. So, and then Ellington and impro- Ellington improved throughout the year until he got hurt, which we knew was coming. Fuller, if he when he was healthy, and Fuller with Watson, that was just that was obscene. Yeah, you I cannot could have sworn catch of of the every catch you ca- he had was a touchdown, you just can't do that.
0: No, uh, I could have sworn Pat said on State of the Texans that uh, Wes was there for, for like, a brief stint as, like, a special teams assistant or something like that, but I can't find brief, it online. He was a, I know he was there as a wide receiver. Yeah, as but, a
1: brief stint with Peyton Manning.
0: Um, yeah, you're right, though. The wide receivers definitely, they stepped up last year. Um, Bruce will be getting a decent contract out of it, I would assume. Nothing crazy, but he'll get a decent contract. I, I'm I'm hoping he's back. Uh, Fuller, you're right. He was a touchdown machine, and... I mean, what can you say about Nuck? I mean, there's nothing you can say about Nuck. He's, I mean, he's he's great. I had this argument. I, I really think he might be the best wide receiver in the league. He's got an argument for it. I mean, I, I just don't. I, what I don't, he's done with the quarterback play. And it's funny. Um, you bring that up to a Steelers fan, and they're like, oh, that's such a shitty uh, argument to bring up. Like, Like, it's everybody else's fault they didn't get to show what they, that's what they say that Antonio Brown had a consistent quarterback play. We don't know what he would do if he had seven quarterbacks. It's like, well, we know what he would do when Landry Jones is in there. Right. So that's enough of a, a sample size for us to say that he's not going to do Brown what he does. Phenomenal. Brown he is phenomenal. Brown may
1: be the best route running wide receiver ever.
0: I would agree with route running. I um, would agree with route running.
1: He is so good at running his routes. They're crisp. That his timing only works with one quarterback. Right. We don't know. I'm sure any quarterback that he gets a whole preseason with or whatever he'll develop with, sure. But if you go in the middle of the year and ask him to adjust to a new quarterback, it doesn't go very well. No, it doesn't. I mean, uh, that's Nuff just doesn't the need route. any and, of that. And this is, and imagine Daniel if Brown, Nuff gets that. Yeah, he may end up being one of the best at all time at running routes. He is a fantastic receiver. This is not taking anything away from him. But what Hopkins does is unique. Hopkins. May I've never seen anybody catch the ball like Hopkins. No, he has those <laughs> moments where he he drops the ball with some of the catches uh, that he the, pulls
0: off. Did he do that again, though? Like, I felt like for week one through three that was happening, and then after that it just disappeared. Yeah, he I don't think yip. we saw it ever again. He got the yips. and It disappeared, though. Yeah. I don't remember seeing it again.
1: No, he was solid the rest of the year. He was solid the rest of the year. I just... The stretch that he's put on, every quarterback that he makes look good, and then just another level when he actually had a quality quarterback back there. I mean. It's crazy. Hopkins should be getting top uh, as being the best right
0: now. It should be 1A, 1B, if anything. Yeah. I'd take him over OBJ. Right now, yeah, definitely. I'd take him him over Julio. You know what? Yeah. I would. I would take him over Julio.
1: Hopkins scores touchdowns. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. And then I, I would take him over Antonio Brown, but I don't know about that. see I would. I'd rather have the guy do what Nuck does than what Antonio does. But I guess that's either here or there. But that'd be a,
1: I I don't know which I don't know what sort of decision I could make on that, but it would be a decision that'd be fun to have. It's like you know Touchdown one.
0: Celebrations, I'll take Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah. I mean Antonio Brown is really, really good, and then he also returns punts. I mean. They have such good wide receivers over there. But Hopkins is just something else. We, we've we been, I mean, honestly, there's no other word for it. To get to watch JJ's prime and then get watch, now watching Hopkins' prime. And, you know, we haven't had a lot of success as a football town, but we've gotten to watch a couple of special players right
0: now. I mean, this will be our sixteenth, seventeenth season, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're due. This when it's this when it starts. So,
1: well, the Oilers never won crap. So, no, we celebrate going. They celebrated going to the AFC Championship, and we weren't even alive then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but we did. Uh, but they did get a uh, Hall of Famer in. Hmm. Brazil,
1: uh, Doctor Doom.
0: I never got to. I never watched him play. I mean, I've watched highlights, but I wasn't around for the Oilers to be able to. Speak on how good he was, but he's good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, amongst, wasn't there like two other linebackers? And it was Ray Lewis, and then there was somebody else. It was Ray Lewis, and I don't know. This year. It was this year. It was Ray. I, I don't know. It was somebody else, though. So, so yeah. I mean, it's, if you get three linebackers in, you, oh, uh, Brian Erlacher.
1: Yeah. I so, mean, he was good, but I mean, He's an oiler, so that means he's now a Titan, which is kind of messed up. Did, okay. you have, did you have any thought on that, that huge thing that's going on on Twitter right now? Everybody throwing a fit that McNair should buy back the uh, history?
0: I can understand it from both sides. I can understand it from the people who started as oiler fans and then became Texans fans. But then I can also understand it for somebody like myself. Who wasn't an Oilers fan And I'm a Texans fan I kind of would like our franchise To be just our franchise And that'd be the beginning of our history But at the same time The Oilers were tied to the city And so I, I don't I don't know if there's a right way to handle it um, You know, would I be upset If we If he decided to do it, he won't But he has no reason to It doesn't benefit him in it. There's no money tied to him doing that if he does that, he's not going to make any money off of it. So there's no reason for him to make that move. But uh, I wouldn't be upset if we did it. I mean, I know my uncle. He talks about it all the time. You know, the reason why there are so many Cowboys fans nowadays is because the Oilers left, left Houston and went to Tennessee, and there wasn't another team here. So. You know, for that reason, I wish it never happened because I hate that. Well, Dallas. I
1: think it's kind of it's kind of stupid to sit there and judge anybody on their opinion one way or the next. I would agree. Um, this isn't a shot at anybody. I just – I don't understand why people are getting so worked up about it. Yes, we had – the first word in Houston Oilers was Houston. This is what the team everybody grew up for. The Titans or the Oilers and the Texans never existed concurrently. right. So when we got the Texans back, a lot of people just treated them like they were always the Oilers. They right. always consider that as part of their history because that's the games they grew up going to. Those are the games they grew up going to with their, with their family. And that's what sports sure. is really about right. is your friends, your family, and having something to enjoy it with. I think that it – I think what they did with the Ravens and the Browns was actually the correct way to do it when the browns I forgot about how what happened
0: the ravens me were happened.
1: allowed or the browns were allowed to move to baltimore to become the ravens yep but they gave up all ties to the name and to the history so when they went to baltimore they don't have the history of the browns anymore even though that is technically the browns franchise oh so when the browns came back
0: but it's too late to do that now
1: though. yeah and that's where this happened at the same time we lost the oilers okay that's the way it should have been done that should When they left Houston, all the history should have stayed with the city. Sure. And I think that's where a lot of people get upset about it, is Houston got screwed where Cleveland didn't. Where, in my opinion, it was even more of a joke that Houston didn't have a team over Cleveland not having a team. Houston has been steadily increasing in size, and it was already huge then. It was number four at that time.
0: And Cleveland
1: is constantly losing people. Yeah. I... It was an absolute joke that we didn't have an NFL. Even the
0: member. Cleveland teams were always losing people. Oh, oh like today. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs>
1: but I mean, it, it absolute joke that Houston didn't have an NFL franchise. I would agree. I I can understand even more so LA not having a, a franchise over oh. Houston. And
0: LA doesn't deserve a team.
1: On top of that, everybody was right. We got screwed by the NFL. Yeah. We had to well, we'll give up our history when another that city Adams. didn't. Now, it, no, this is on the NFL because I was part of allowing the Ravens to move. They had to do it. The NFL no, forced agreed, it. agreed,
0: agreed. I'm just saying. Now,
1: I, we got doubly screwed. Yeah. Of course, Adams did screw us over. Sure. But, so, I don't judge people one way and then the people that are like, we're the Texans, we're a different franchise, why do you care? They're right too. We are. It's not like... The, the argument is if, if the Mets and the Yankees they, they both share New York Should they share their history No they're two separate franchises It's that same kind of point But
0: I don't think there's a right answer I, I think the, right. the, I think both sides have an argument I, I'll tell you what I wish we had the colors Not, I really don't Oh I really do I, Those colors are live <laughs> They are, and I like them, and I,
1: I mean, honestly, I wish we could have just, I don't know, kept the, uh, kept the oil, derrick and called them the Roughnecks or something, you know, something. I don't know. <laughs> the
0: Roughnecks.
1: They, that was the old mascot. The, no, I the know. Little Roughneck. I know. I, I, don't know. I wish there was something that we could have kind of kept some of that history. Yeah. But at the same time, it's. it's to be honest with you, I have ne-
0: I've never given it a thought to be honest with you, just because this is the team that we have now. Like, I'm grateful enough to have a team. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I, to nitpick about not having the past and only having the future, like, I I don't ever want to have to go through what the Oiler fans went through. Uh, and uh, hopefully we don't ever have to, and I, I don't think we will. But a lot of what happened had a lot to do with Bud Adams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was young when they moved out. I was in middle
1: school and I was living in South Carolina, so I'm like, "Oh, the Oilers are moving closer to me." So I didn't even think anything of it.
0: I was in California. And I, I can't didn't imagine care what it would have been like
1: for people that were going to the games.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I, I get it, but I don't know. I, I, we are truly blessed to have an NFL team in that city. So I'm just kind of, I'm gonna live for the moment as long as this moment's always here and. Be grateful. We have a team that I love and I'm passionate about, and I want to talk about on a podcast or over a beer or wear Deshaun Watson jersey to to work. I mean, I to me that's that's cool. So I I don't really care either way. You know,
1: and I'm right there with you. And I just <clears throat> like it. I cool. can't sure. I can't wait to take I can't wait to take the boys that's what I'm our saying. kids to the game.
0: Like those are the things I'm like uh, that uh, we are able to do that. Like yeah. uh, that that's that's good enough for me. You know. It does suck it happened, but at the end of the day, like, we knew what drove that. And, you know, why would you want to also be remembered to that shitty owner? Because that would be forever tied to that as well. Not that ours could potentially be any better with his inmates and stuff like that, but I don't know, we'll see. You know. We'll see. (laughs) He'll pass away soon, so we won't have to worry about it. Yeah, but he brought football back. He brought, right, and he'll forever be, will forever be in debt because of it. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. I feel like we missed something. Did we miss? Something? Yeah, we missed the uh, two bills. Oh yeah,
1: we talked about it a little bit. If you haven't seen it, go watch it like right now. It's on the ESPN app. It's, it's great. No, it's it really is good. great. Um, Any thirty
0: for thirty is great. It doesn't matter what you what if you don't like bobsledding and there's a thirty for thirty bobsledding, it's gonna be good. So just watch it because they just don't do bad flicks. Yeah, Rack
1: makes an appearance. Um, yep, you kind of get an insight for the for the Parcells um, Belichick culture. Like you
0: get probably the deepest dive into it. The one thing I took away from it was where you know people always talk about the Belichick way, but the Belichick way is the Parcells way.
1: Well, it's kind of a mixture. You know, the
0: Parcells guy. You know, he took over with Parcells, I think Parcells
1: taught him how to coach. Parcells taught him how to find players. Belichick, what Belichick has truly done is, I talk about it a lot, is he's the first guy that kind of sees what the other team does well and tries to take that away. He's
0: very analytical.
1: Right. And you could even see where Parcells ended up getting a lot of credit for it, but the one quote was like, Right. You just think you have all,
0: the... yeah. So it's very good. Yeah, it's very good.
1: Which honestly brings me to my favorite theory on why Butler didn't play. Oh, I haven't heard this. This um, USA Today kind of floated it. Sure. Um, Belichick probably outsmarted
0: himself. Well, that happens all the time. Yeah,
1: the idea behind it is that. if he if he pulled if he pulled Butler. And he went with a with Rowe. Rowe is the better run stopper of the two. The Phillies, not the Phillies, the Eagles' offense was supposed to be based entirely on the run. So the idea behind it, or the theory, is that by pulling Butler and putting Rowe in there, you're going to dare them to throw. And even if Foles is able to throw and make completions, is he really going to be able to keep up with Brady? But if they were able to run the ball, they would be able to control the clock, they'd be able to take the ball out of Brady's hands. So USA Today floated that theory, uh, one of their writers, and if you sit there and you watch the uh, the Two Bills documentary, it actually does make sense. That does sound exactly like something Belichick would have done. It's like, stop the run, make them throw, there's no way Foles will be able to... Keep up with Brady throwing the ball. Well, he did, but
0: I always thought it was more of uh, Eric Rowe I think is like six two or six three, and Malcolm Butler's like five nine. Um, so,
1: rowe Rose got thirty pounds on him easily.
0: So I always thought it was just the Alshon thing. Um, you know, for this the, like that Madden type catch that he made in the end zone. You know, I I felt like he thought that Roe would have a better chance of contesting something like that. But my buddy at work's like a diehard, diehard, diehard Patriots fan, and his uh his like brother in law or cousin, something like that is like a strength and conditioning coach at the, for the Patriots and um everybody's shocked in, in mm. New England that this even happened. And even with the whole Alshon or whatever it would be, the one thing that They've said all years that Malcolm Butler has had a down year. Um, but they said. Like throughout the whole year, he had a bad year. It's down been very, year. very. It's inconsistent.
1: Yeah, he. it's been known all year that his head hasn't been. Right. Been on straight all year. But of year. course, if you
0: think about it, trades to New Orleans, you know, no trade to New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything else the, like uh, the Gilmore went along got, with it. The, the Gilmore. So it's like, you know, how do you. You know, some people can play with that stuff and some people can't. And then when you have Belichick as your coach and you're constantly being pushed. Just just
1: looking at PFF grades, Butler would have been our best graded.
0: Yeah. I would take Butler. Yeah. I like, I like Malcolm Butler. Uh, But the one thing that the guy, my guy at work always tells me, is like, he's, he's definitely like a feisty, feisty dude. And the best thing that he does, and I guess his favorite corner is Peanut Tillman. uh, He knocks the ball out. So like it may not be a fumble if there's a slight like if they're about to catch it and it hit he'll knock it out mm-hmm. um, and that's like his knack that's what he does he knocks the ball out okay um, and so that's what he's known for in like New England so I mean I I don't know what happened I think Belichick I think a lot, I think it's a combination of everything I think what you're saying makes total sense I think he probably did outsmart himself I think Butler probably didn't obey curfew. Maybe he did smoke some ganja, um, you know. I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe he had a rough practice. He was sick also all week. So, you know, put all that together, and I think you had what happened. If I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't think it's one thing. I think it's a lot of things. Either way, I'll take him on Houston next year. Yeah, I'll take him on Houston. I like Malcolm Butler. Um, you know, it's funny people always like say like, oh, is he just as good as that one play he made and. Um, in the Super Bowl, you know what? If that's as good as he is, uh, that that's instinct. <laughs> like those well, are. That's not something you coach. the
1: uh, The opening game the following year when they played the he Steelers I've never seen anybody cover Antonio no, Brown. He saw as well it. As yeah, he you covered that game. So, so uh,
0: that, but that's what I'm saying. Like that play alone, it's not necessary It's kind of like JD. You know, granted, the Michigan might have been
1: Osweiler shut down Hopkins, but. Butler shut down Hopkins both times we played him.
0: He did, he did. Um, so I don't know, we'll see. But there's certain things you can't coach, and instincts is one of them. So um, if he's able to read, to make that read and and the instinct to make that interception on the goal line is crazy. So, I mean, honestly, I don't care what corner we get. I just you know we get
1: him and we get the one from uh, Chicago Fuller, Kendall the other Fuller.
0: Fuller Kendall.
1: Yeah, we get those two. That would actually be my. My dream scenario for our, our secondary
0: Oh, my dream scenario is Earl Thomas Yeah,
1: well I'm, uh, well, I'm Not secondary for our corners Because, yeah, I'd rather have Earl Thomas than I'll little, take but. Earl
0: Thomas I mean, I, I do think that he does a lot or
1: Let's just go big, Earl Thomas and Pat Pete.
0: <laughs> Why not? Why not? I mean, well, you have the cap space <laughs> Yeah I mean, we're going to be at like 70 million almost What do you think about this whole Scott Farrell uh, Did you hear about this? So, uh, Scott do you know who that is? He's a he's a radio host. He, he talks like this. Yeah. And why are you guys all over me?
1: Yeah. Ah. oh the uh, the Cushing thing.
0: Yeah, about Cushing. How Cushing doesn't like playing for Bill O'Brien.
1: Who, who cares? That may not be an option for yeah, Cushing. yeah. Hey, uh, so I'm I'm not gonna
0: put it out. But you know, my boy Cush. You know, I'm not gonna put it out there on him. But uh, you know, it's like uh, you know they don't want to play with that guy out there. You know, I'm not gonna put it on him. It's like, what do you mean you're not gonna put it on him? It's like, you just I'm not gonna it put it on, on him. him, but you know, they don't like playing with him. It's like, dude,
1: shut up. I love Kush. I do too. He, he's gone. He he even called up and he he's like, no, no, that's not what no, I said. No, he didn't
0: call up. He tweeted. Oh, he, he tweeted? tweeted
1: out. I thought he called. So Seth.
0: no. So here's what happened. Okay. He so Seth and and Landry and Mike Meltzer were talking about it, and CBS Radio tweeted. Uh, At like the Colin Whatever his name is Scott Farrell Whatever he said And Cushing replied to that tweet And said I have nothing but respect for OB And love everything that he does If you guys hear otherwise If you guys want to hear otherwise Feel free to call me Okay And they called him And he never responded And never got on the radio And never responded to his tweets So
1: Yeah, I mean
0: I don't really care what Cushing thinks I don't think – not every player is going to like your head coach. But something tells me B.O.B. isn't going to be – if Cushing didn't like B.O.B., I don't think B.O.B. is going to come out and stand up for B. Cushing the way he has.
1: Right. I so, mean if, uh,
0: like, if, that that whole situation could have went a totally different direction. If
1: Cushing didn't like B.O.B., Cushing would have been cut during the season. Correct. So, yeah. So, there's the only proof you need.
0: That's what I'm saying. You don't, you don't just deal with the guy for 10 games, so – All right, John. What else? I think that's it. Oh, we have a Jordan Palmer interview in two weeks. We do. We we talked about that at the beginning of the show. But we just mentioned it. (laughs) We never announced it. This is our actual announcement. We'll announce it. Go for it. We have Jordan Palmer, your savior, your best all-time Texans quarterback, off-season coach coming on with us in two weeks. That could be pretty cool. It should be fun. Should be fun.
1: I mean, apparently he he, he fixed the arm velocity.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we can. Uh, don't worry. I have the, I have that all. <laughs> don't worry about it, buddy. I got that whole uh, forty nine mile per hour. Uh, I even have the audio clip ready to play for oh, when no. we talked to Jordan about how you don't think Deshawn can do it in this league, and that no, no, no quarterback we're... has ever done it past forty nine or fifty four. And Dak Prescott's the only one because he had a shoulder injury. I got it all there. Don't worry. I didn't forget. They're
1: all true, but just keep in mind that I said oh, I didn't God. want to give up two first-round picks.
0: But it's the rebuttal. You don't? How do you feel now? I, I was
1: wrong. <laughs> I think I've said that many, many times. So it'll
0: be fun. We'll have Jordan Palmer on. We'll be able wrong. to talk. We'll be able to talk about a, a lot of different things. And if you guys have anything that you guys want us to ask us, ask him. Uh, feel free to tweet at us. But uh, he worked with Deshaun leading all the way up to the Combine. Uh, they do stuff now in the off season. Obviously, with his rehab, I don't know how much they're probably doing now, but uh, he's also working right now with Sam Darnold and Josh Allen. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what Jordan has to say about Deshaun. It'd be really cool of him to be able to even you know take the time to to you know be on a podcast with us. So uh, it'll it'll be a fun interview. And then we got some other things we're working on. So should be a fun off season. I think we'll do the free agency. one, I guess. After Jordan maybe yeah, yeah we'll have to do it right after Jordan Because free agency period will start right about then Yeah we'll probably do it the 20, Somewhere after the 20th Yeah Okay. So there's that, that's cool So that'll be on February 20th We'll be recording that interview And then I'm assuming that night We'll probably link up and finish up the podcast So you guys should have that Hopefully by the 21st of February Which will be a Wednesday uh, we'll be competing with our boys over at the State of the Texans. They're not our boys. We've never talked to them. They're they're, We're not friends with them, but they don't like us. So, um, However, I mean, if you're going to get news from somewhere, get it from them. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have the sources. We're just two dudes that love this team, but we're better. All right. Anyways, I'm just kidding. I just want to start a little podcast beef. I want to see what Cleve would say. All right. I think they listen. I do think they listen, but they don't ever want to acknowledge that. They'd rather pat themselves on the back for the news it, they break and stuff. You know, it's... Well, I mean... That's my only problem I have granted, with that podcast. Granted, it,
1: it is a small world, Houston, it Houston sports, but it, it's... I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of amazing. We mention something, and then they mention something. And I know, we've, I know we have know do it to them, too. I we mean, do.
0: Oh, we absolutely do. But it, though, I'll tell you this. The problem I have with State of the Texans, they're the best Texans podcast out there right now, for sure, when it comes to information and things like that, but... I hate how Pat always feels like he has to pat himself on the back. He definitely always like with the whole Seattle Seahawks thing and Dwayne Brown. Look, you had no source. You just knew that there was a chance that the worst te- offensive line team in the league could potentially trade for Dwayne Brown. That's crazy. Crazy but he would always bring it up don't forget you heard it here first we knew way ahead of time don't forget we heard it here first you we knew it ahead of time it's like come on man like you're good enough you don't need to pat yourself on the back you know that you're that you're, you're the best reporter for the Texans hands down yeah that doesn't bother me i no, mean it he bothers he man. can
1: take a victory lap yeah but take just, a victory lap he can take them. He, he takes 12 he, <laughs>
0: John's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> well,
1: I don't want to. T- I don't want to talk shit about them. All we really, do is ever build
0: them up. Yeah, because they are really. They are the, the greatest. They are the best. He they are. Well, they they are the just, best.
1: He, he he seems to be very very aware. He's very that, plugged that in. Act, that he is the best,
0: because it's hard not to be. You're competing with Aaron Wilson, fucking John McClane and uh, bro, wh- whoever else is there. I mean, how is he not the best? He's absolutely the best. Best material, best podcast, ask the right. I mean, he's great. But yeah, there's no competition yeah. either. Let's My be only real. issue with
1: him is he, he gets mad when people disagree with oh, him. Oh, yeah, you can't do that.
0: Well, that's All why right. Cleve never disagrees with him. Yeah. It's always a, Whereas they if, always agree on everything.
1: If you had somebody, though, I mean, nothing against Cleve, but Cleve is not on Pat's level. If you had somebody no. on Pat's level that they could actually have a, a true discussion. I don't know, that, but that never that,
0: happens. It's always, it's always like Pat will say something crazy, and the Cleve, Cleve will be like, "Oh no, Pat! Oh no, you just done let the rooster out the cage. Tell him about it, Pat. Tell him." It's like, my God, Cleve dude. Is,
1: he's more of a hype man. He's a hype it.
0: man. Yeah, he's the flavor flavor of podcasts. Anyways, <laughs> all right. John's over there laughing. He's so worried right now. Not. He thinks we started a massive podcast beef.
1: That would only help us. I'm not worried about helping us. We don't He's do got, this. He, They've got so many more followers than us. So yeah, they've yeah, been doing it be. for ten years. So they, they better, we we respect the hell out of both of them. I'm,
0: we're just. I like, mean, yeah. I mean, honest. I don't think we said anything wrong. No. Anyways, all right. let uh, that happened. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter instagram txns underscore unfiltered uh you can follow us on soundcloud amazon google play store stitcher and itunes feel free to leave us a review on itunes uh i was a part of the beta for the analytics tool so now i'm able to see how many subscribers and all that stuff we have and it's great now it's actually rolled out to all of i forgot to tell you that uh, it's rolled out to all of the podcasts that are a part of itunes so that was great um, if you guys have any reviews or anything you want to ask us, please feel free. Don't hesitate. John usually runs the uh, Twitter, but now if you see uh, interaction between me, Pat, and uh, Texas Cleve, you'll know that that's most likely me and not John. And I think that's probably about it. I'm Young Artie Gold signing off for Texans Unfiltered. We'll catch you guys next week. When they had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure, we still got it done, man. Here we are. When they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Here we are. Now it's our time to shine, it's our time to keep it 100. So we gon' go out here and show them our trill.